0: Now when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs.
1: You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NOCO Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NOCO Retirement Report.
2: Well, how do you get ahead of rising costs in retirement? It's a question that a lot of you have right now, and we're going to get some insights from Josh Lewis uh, here on the program. First, we're going to hear the latest news on Social Security benefits for next year and inflation spreading to become a global fight. Thanks for joining us, Northern Colorado. Welcome to the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, Alicia and Chuck will be on later in the program. We're going to slide Josh in here for some of this nuts and bolts conversation this morning. You can reach the Lehman Lewis Financial Group anytime at 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Good morning, Josh.
3: Good morning. Glad to be here.
2: Well, since you're our numbers guy, we felt like you're the best to really kind of get into this nuts and bolts conversation here this morning. And and we're going to talk about the Social Security Administration. Uh, Benefits are going up by 8.7 percent for 2023. That was announced late last week. It sounds like good news for people who receive Social Security. But we're going to talk today on why uh, it's such a big increase and what it could mean for retirees.
3: Yeah. So when you look at the numbers, 8.7, that is a significant increase. It's the largest increase, I believe, since 1981. Mm -hmm. So just a little over 40 years. So a lot of good news in that front, right? Where retirees sort of rejoice and celebrate, hey, we're going to pay increase of almost 9%. So when you look at those numbers, that is great. And we all feel warm and fuzzy because of it. But when we look at sort of the flip side of the coin, We know that inflation is the culprit of that. So anytime we see a big cost of living adjustment, they're doing that to offset basically the rise in the cost of goods and services. So we're really seeing, you know, just the purchasing power of the dollar sort of getting eroded away. So... While that, from a numerical standpoint, sounds impressive, we're also seeing inflation, you know, kind of depending on where you're at. But Colorado, you know, especially, we're ticking around somewhere 9% year-over-year average increase of, you know, goods and services. So that's pretty much a, a net, you know, wash, if you will. All right. So I've got a couple of sound bites to
2: play for you. First, it starts the latest number showing we're still experiencing a record high inflation here in the United States. Inflation, though, is not just a concern here in the U.S. It is an issue in many, many parts of the world, including in Britain, where Keir Starmer, he's the leader of the Labour Party. And here's what he had to say.
4: I think for so many people looking at their mortgage payments, worried about whether they can now afford to pay them, they're not just frustrated, but angry because the government has lost control of the economy.
2: Mm, So that's in Britain. Now, inflation is a global fight, as I said, and it's far beyond the U.S. and Europe. Mark Hamrick, he's a senior economist, or economic analyst, I should say, with Bankrate.com. We're seeing an extraordinary series of move by central banks around the world, and not exclusive to Europe, but in places such as Indonesia and the Philippines, moving their benchmark interest rates up. And this is all in reaction to a common foe, which is inflation. Now, again, global economy can get involved in our own economy, Josh. So, your thoughts on Keir Starmer and Mark Hamrick's, uh, you know, sound bites that we played there?
3: Yeah. So, when you hear Keir Starmer talk about mortgages, you know, I think that's just really advocating for, you know, that sort of maybe missed opportunity for a lot of people who might not have refinanced when rates were so low. And if you did refinance a fixed rate, you know, was probably the way to go. So if you did get a variable rate or adjustable rate mortgage, you're going to see that go up. And I don't think that's going down anytime soon. So there's a big trade off with that. You look at what happened in the UK. I mean, they they were starting to go into a quantitative uh, tightening program, just like the US, where they were, you know, raising rates because of inflation. But they ended up going in and kind of capping their rates, which you know, is is a measure that they're gonna take only in, in extreme caution of what's happening. And a big part of that is just because the dollar has gone up so much in value that in the conversions they were starting to see kind of this play out in a negative way. And they said, gosh, if we don't cap these rates somewhere, it's gonna be detrimental to our pitching plans and we're not gonna be able to come up with the difference to accommodate those rising rates. And you're absolutely right. I mean, inflation then becomes a global problem. When you simply look at kind of this dynamic of, say, the U.S., and we have our own economy and we have our own inflation troubles and all of these things, but eventually that bleeds out into the rest of the world simply because global markets are so interconnected. And we're really kind of seeing that across the board. I mean, even Bank of Japan was starting to go into a quantitative tightening program, they felt the brunt of inflation. They also saw exchange rates against the U.S. dollar, and they sort of reversed course on that pretty quickly. So I think we're going to continue to see that go on for a period of time, and a lot of it is is driven by a number of things, right? It's labor shortages, supply chain issues. But again, I think it really comes back to there's so much darn money in the economy that Everyone can still charge more for goods and services, and we haven't hit that inflection point where consumers have really started to stop spending as much money. We're seeing it a little bit, and it's starting to play out, but we're just not quite there yet. By
2: the way, Lehman Lewis works with retirees and pre-retirees every day. So if you're in your 50s, 60s, and retirement's not here for you yet, but it is on the way, reach out to uh, Josh and Alicia and Chuck Lehman, Uh, for all of the information that you could need to even kind of start processing what it is to be in retirement because taxes come into play, health care comes into play. There are so many things that can attack the nest egg that you've saved up. Reach out today and start the conversation. The phone number is 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 or on the web at laymanlewisresources.com where they have a free checklist challenge for you to even get started before you reach out and start the conversation with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. Uh, Checklist challenge can download it at laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Josh Lewis, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. Alicia and Chuck will be along a little bit later. So Josh, what's your uh, advice for people and their feeling concerns about the issue of inflation and a possible recession? What's your advice?
3: Yeah, so, I mean, obviously it comes back to having a plan. And, you know, the the famous Mike Tyson quote, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Everybody has a plan until they get punched in the face. and. Sort of as eloquent as that is, right? I think inflation kind of came quickly, it came abruptly. And I think for a lot of people, that was kind of a punch in the face who might have been on a fixed income and they go, Gosh, what am I going to do now? And so this is kind of looking at, you know, this idea of, Hey, when I retired in my retirement plan, did I account for inflation adjusted income? Did I account for market volatility? Do I have assets that are not seeing, you know, the fluctuations of the market? Because The market hates uncertainty. So, when we see inflation go up, we see interest rates go up, we see that compressed revenues for companies. And a lot of times we see that volatility in the market. So, if you don't have a well laid plan, you're going to feel the brunt of this. And I mean, not to be a fear monger by any means, but inflation should be concerning if you don't have some of those metrics of looking at what happens if my expenses go up, you know, three, four, 5% year over year. What does that look like 20 years from now? So anytime we build out a retirement plan, we're plugging in an inflation metric to look at that over a long period of time, because while we're feeling the short-term squeeze, it's you know going to continue on for the rest of our lives as well. So obviously a big part of having that implemented in your retirement plan. So let's talk about, you know depending
2: on who you ask, there are several weas- reasons why we're continuing to see high inflation. U.S. Uh, House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy gave his thoughts.
4: You're living through 12 months with only 11 months pay now because inflation is so high. We warned the Democrats not to do that American rescue plan, but it wasn't just us warning them. Larry Summers, a secretary of Treasury Democrat, told them, don't do it, you'd bring
2: inflation. Larry Summers was a former U.S. secretary of the Treasury. I think it was a Clinton administration. Uh, but again, your thoughts, because we do have an election year that we're in the midst of, and that does have an effect on the way things get done.
3: Crazy how that works, right? <laughs> and uh, honestly, when you look at some of this stuff that happened with the stimulus programs and things like that, I think part of the issue was it just became so politicized, really. It was sort of this idea of do you get a $2,000 stimulus check or $1,400? And you look at kind of some of those elections that came down to really how much how much of my own money is the government going to give back to me? And a lot of that was just so late in the game too that really I don't think it was necessary after the pandemic. Obviously there's a lot of different, you know, ways you could look at that, but it it really supported kind of this thesis for inflation now where we're creating money sort of out of thin air, if you will. We're pumping it into the economy, and then, you know, the Federal Reserve is shocked, you know, that we ha now have rampant inflation. It's just kind of silly. And I think you know we're going to see more and more of this as we get closer to the midterms of you know your own tax money coming back to you as some type of benefit or entitlement program or whatever it might be and that's going to continue to just you know, go on with this whole inflation theme that we've seen over the last year.
2: And it doesn't matter, you know, what side of the aisle you sit with, Josh. The thing is, is they're both battling and they don't think about the cause and effect at times on we the people, if you will. So what is your thought on increased government debt as a risk for retirees?
3: Yeah, really kind of summed up in one word is taxes, right? Because when you look at a lot of what we're spending money on, whether it's, and, and I don't care what it is, right, good, bad, or indifferent, all of that money is being financed through debt, and all of that debt eventually has to get repaid, and the way the government generates revenue is through taxation, right, through corporations, individuals, all of that. So as we're increasing this debt and we're you know somewhere in the neighborhood of $31 trillion national debt... All that money is going to get paid, you know, eventually, and it's not going to be us. It's going to be our kids and grandkids who then see these extreme increases in taxes to offset that debt. So it's obviously just going to be a, a long, you know, winding process to see that sort of, you know, get played out. And at the end of the day, people just need to
2: pick up the phone, reach out, because it, it starts with a conversation, Correct.
3: Absolutely. You know, and it's, it's one of those things that we want to look at this whole plan and look at, hey, how can we best set you up for success? Obviously, we don't know what's coming down the pike. But we know that, hey, if we're able to mitigate taxes now, while we know and understand our tax liability is pretty darn low, from a tax code standpoint, we're going to be much better off in the future. If we know that, hey, inflation could be a persistent risk, we know that we need to implement that in our retirement plan. So if you got, you know, if you're second guessing how your plan is set up or if you have a plan at all, I mean it's really about getting kind of that second opinion, sitting down looking at all those potential risks in your portfolio. And honestly, just, just to be perfectly frank, I think a lot of people don't think about all of those different things. So sitting down with, you know, someone like Lehman Lewis Financial Group to look at kind of some of those risks and have those conversations. You're gonna be much better off for it in the long run. The phone number
2: 970-446-1234 to start the conversation. 970-446-1234 on the web at LaymanLewisResources.com will continue the NOCO retirement report right after this. Are you
1: happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
5: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970 519 2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970 519 2212. That's 970 519 2212.
4: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
2: Four of the hardest words to hear are, we need to talk. But sometimes that's the best way to start a serious conversation. You found the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Now, unfortunately, many couples and families, they they put off tough conversations that they need to have so that they can plan for the future together. And, And preparing for a future as a family through estate and legacy planning, well, let's face it it's a good thing but it's also what people kind of shy away from because they feel like it's too difficult so let's talk about some of the top tips for starting some of these tough family conversations about legacy and inheritance planning and when you guys sit down and and talk with folks
4: well, you know, I actually uh, found this list of tips on WebMD of all places. And that's uh, actually
3: where I diagnosed myself with many diseases. As well. <laughs>
2: How's that working out for you, Josh? Still, Sick.
3: still alive. Still alive.
4: And, you know, while I know that these are. Ultimately written for those tough conversations on health, I really think that they can apply to financial conversations as well. So first of all, um, prepare. I this is this is one that you know if you are thinking about retirement, if if you have not ever had a plan, or maybe you even have had a plan, but you haven't updated it for a while, it is the best thing to do is to prepare always, and not only prepare with a professional, but prepare uh, with your spouse having those hard conversations. Um, That hard conversation might be uh, what it looks like to be prepared um, with a will or a trust, uh, being prepared with your your financial portfolio and your plan, what happens when, when you pass away or your spouse passes away, just being prepared in all those areas. The other thing is uh, be positive, be positive. So going in with these negative attitudes are never going to help. They're not going to help your situation. They're not going to help with the conversation. So be positive, be positive, be positive. Next thing that uh, on this list is set a time and a place. So I think that this is really, really powerful. I do this a lot with Josh. Um, where I have learned very uh, quickly in our marriage that a lot of times it's hard for me to just Pop a question on him and say, "We need to talk. Let's talk now." Yeah, let <laughs> so, me pull
2: the pin out of the grenade and
4: throw it yep. out on the floor. Right, <laughs> so. your,
3: your armpits immediately get a little moist when <laughs> someone says that. Right, it's never you never want to catch someone off guard with that. Right? Yeah,
4: so a lot of times, um, knowing Josh, I I like to let him know, hey, um, we need to talk about this. Uh, why don't you start thinking about X, Y, Z, and let's, you know, let's find a time to sit down and talk about it. And that way he has kind of, he can mentally prepare, if you will. And I would say the same, same goes for pretty much everyone. If if you have time to mentally prepare, um, it just makes for an easier conversation. So um, the other thing is set a time limit. So this, I think, is um, really good so that it's kind of that um, ensuring that the discussion is going to be really productive if you have that time limit and set expectations so setting the expectations of hey we're we're gonna Go through this conversation. We're not gonna interrupt each other. This is nothing personal, no personal attacks, uh, no shouting, no, you know, just things like that. I don't know um, if some of those type of expectations need laid out, but I, I think that laying out the expectations so that everybody can be on the same page. Here's a big one. Listen, go into these conversations with an open mind. Uh, wanting to hear the other person's viewpoint, and really making that true, genuine effort to listen and stop thinking about what you're going to say next, but actually listen to what the other person is saying, and uh, be self-aware. Be self-aware. So make sure that you're uh, not making any assumptions. Be aware of how you're speaking. You know your your tone your, uh, what is your point? Um, maybe you might be coming across, uh, you know, harsh, make sure that you're not doing that. Um, so yeah, be self-aware. And lastly, uh, end the conversation gracefully. So don't abruptly end the conversation, you know, kind of maybe summarize the discussion, uh, make sure that you're, being grateful to them for taking the time to talk with you about it and um, and let them know how much you appreciate the conversation and end it gracefully. So, these hmm. these are, you know, these are really good tips for some of these hard conversations. Yeah.
2: And by the way, Alicia Chuck and Josh have a free guide for you. It's the estate planning guide. It's called The Greatest Gift. You can find it on the web at laymanlewisresources.com, Click on it, hit the download button, enter your, your information, and it'll be a downloadable PDF to you uh, via your email, courtesy of the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. You can find it again at laymanlewisresources.com. Look for the estate planning guide called The Greatest Gift, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. So when it comes to these types of plans, legacy, estate, who should be involved? Who,
3: sh- who should be in the room? Honestly, I think, you know, everybody should be involved. But kind of in my opinion, I think maybe there's a hierarchy to that where, you know, you should probably have that conversation with your spouse maybe before you loop the kids in. just And, and we've kind of seen, right, we've seen this happen, not necessarily with the whole family, but we might sit down with a prospective family and say, hey, is inheritance important to you? And then we get a mixed kind of bag of answers from both parties. And then you can tell, like, you guys haven't actually had, you know, this productive conversation about it. And maybe the missus wants little Johnny to get all of the money. And mister's like, I don't want him to have my money. He can get a job and get it himself. So (laughs) I think it's important that, you know, mom and dad are on the same page. And then once they kind of have an action plan put together, that's when they loop the kids in and then the other outside family members. So, again, it kind of comes back to that step one Alicia talked about of of preparation and making sure, you know, you guys have goals that are in line with each other or have kind of some idea what that might look like.
2: So let, let's talk about the impact on our overall retirement plan. What could uh, what what could the impact be if we don't have proper
3: estate planning documents in place? Oh man, you could uh, your money could go to the wrong person. I mean, ultimately, like the government. <laughs> exactly. Not my Uncle Sam, but right. (laughs) So, obviously, there's some major, major tax considerations to consider with that, too. But you got to look at, you know, like things like pension benefits, you know, how does that pass on to your spouse, Social Security benefits, but also updating beneficiaries? You know, I've heard and read about some just crazy stories about how people, you know, might have had an employer plan and then they moved on to a different job but never updated their beneficiaries. And then their first wife, you know, gets all of the money, or maybe they were younger and they had their parents as a beneficiary you know, before they got married and established a family, so then their new family doesn't get any of the assets. And so there's all of these different things to consider, but it's really kind of just this declaration of how and when and where you want all of your assets and things to go. So if you're not planning for that or if you haven't looked at it and updated it, I mean, it could be disastrous, really.
4: Well, and I think the other thing, too, we see a lot of people that are saying, you know, I— I want this inheritance for my kids, but I kind of don't really want them to know about it because I don't want them to be banking on it. Um, I want them to work hard for their money. And um, that's where we say that, and that's absolutely okay. Um, But again, having a team on your side you know, we are not estate planning attorneys, but we sure work with them. So uh, make sure that you have an attorney that is writing up uh, your, your will, your trust if you need one, uh, your beneficiary deeds, things like that.
2: And I'm glad you brought that up because, again, if you get to this stage of life and you're starting this plan uh, and you don't have an attorney, again, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group has uh, professionals Uh, In this arena that they can help uh, get you in touch with. Now, Chuck, you've been, you know, you're in your fifth decade of, of doing this. So how does the team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group approach estate and legacy planning?
0: Well, the first thing we do is, you know, like, and I'm going to reiterate everything we just said. We're talking to people and asking them, "Is this important to you? Is inheritance important?" And even if they say, "Now, whatever's left over," you still have to have a plan for that. And you know, the way we approach it is, uh, again, making sure that all their beneficiary. Um, you know designations are the way they want it because you know I have run into a situation where a gentleman was uh, married you know and had a 401k and and uh, got a divorce, never changed it and his ex-wife you know inherited over a million dollars and there was no legal way to uh, get that back because beneficiaries, uh, you know, beneficiary trumps everything else. Mm-hmm. So you've got you've to make sure that everything's in place. And more importantly is, you know, the taxation of it. Uh, because if you don't take care of, you know, if you're not doing it properly, you are going to pay more taxes than what are due. And, you know, we all in here believe that, yes, we should pay our taxes, but not a dime more than what's due. And, you know, if you don't have a plan, if you're not keeping up on it, In looking at these documents and making sure that everything's in place, not just once every 15, 20 years, but pretty regularly, you could get caught in a trap where you're not, um, you know, you're not doing what you want to do and you're not passing the money to who you want it to. So it's just all about having a plan.
2: Mm. So again, to reiterate for our listeners today that Alicia, Chuck, Josh, the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team are uh, you know that we they ask you to seek the advice of a qualified estate planning attorney. If you don't have that contact, they can put you in touch with someone who does. Uh, again, specialize in this part of the planning process when it comes to estate and legacy planning. Again, the the plan. People looking ahead now. It, it is all about looking forward for your future. And if you don't plan now for that, when you get into the future, you could feel adequately or inadequately prepared. And no one likes to feel, uh, you know, unprepared when it comes to retirement or anything in life. So, start the plan today. Alicia Chuck Josh Jeff the entire team at Lehman Lewis would love to sit down and explore the income you need in retirement. The investments that you have and how they're going to work with, uh, you know, uh, the process. Uh, taxes. What are you going to pay in taxes in retirement? They can spell that out with you. Uh, also, health care and long-term care. What kind of a plan do you have in place and, and how could this attack that nest egg that you've saved all your life for? And then the legacy and estate uh, planning uh, that they would love to put together with you. Reach out today, 970-446-1234 and start your very own personalized Retirement Roadmap. 970-446-1234 on the web at LaymanLewisResources.com. We'll continue the NoCo Retirement Report right after this. It might ramp up or it could
1: slow down, but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
5: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212.
4: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
5: Are you ready to
1: start working on your retirement roadmap? Schedule your visit with the Lehman Lewis team today by texting MAP to 970-446-1234. That's the word
2: MAP to
1: 970-446-1234.
2: Half of women who become widowed in the United States are under the age of 59. Welcome back to the NoCo Retirement Report. Joined by Alicia Lewis, Chuck, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Sorry, Chuck. I kind of chewed on your name a little bit. Chuck and there. Josh. Yeah. Chuck yeah. and Chuck and. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's. Let, I mean, again, this statistic: half of women who become widowed in the U.S. are under the age of 59. That's a scary statistic to think of, guys. I'm
0: sure glad when my wife hit sixty.
2: <laughs> no, I will oh say, you know, even back in the 1960s, my grandmother, my dad's mom, fell into this category. Her husband was 58, and she was, I believe, 56. And, so, and she lived into her 90s, so she lived 40 years without her husband. Wow. Uh, but just amazing to think that, I mean, that this is a, a real stat out there. I mean, women uh, in the audience, uh, you really need to be prepared. And by the way, guys, if she gives you a, a shot to the ribs, there's a reason you need to pay attention as well because your uh, estate and legacy plan needs to be preparing for her because, statistically speaking, fellas. We go first,
4: man. Isn't that I? And you know what we're seeing? We see this a lot, and it's I. But when I when I hear that statistic, yeah. I still am just like, whoa! Yeah, it blows your way. That is nuts, and that's why we are always encouraging, uh, encouraging both spouse, but specifically women get involved get involved in the planning and i know so many times it's like oh that's just that's not my you know that's that's not my expertise that's you know his expertise and and we always say i'm i'm sorry you've got to come in you both have to come in we're going to sit down with you both and guess what we do we educate we don't talk over people's heads we really sit down and say, what is it that you want? What is it that you want? We ask both of them because uh, a lot of times it is different thoughts uh, that, well, I thought that I, that we were going to do this. And, oh, I kind of wanted to do that. And, and sometimes it's like, gosh, I've never even thought of that. We need to talk about that. Well,
2: but Alicia, let's face it. You've been in those appointments before. And I am speaking to you because you're, you know, the female in our group. When, when people come in and, and you are illustrating, you know, if you keep on your current path, uh, this could be the result and, you know, potentially running out of money, say it's, uh, I don't know, 78. <laughs> and the wife is like, what have you been doing?
4: Yep, Oh man. <laughs> we, and a lot of people are, you know, they, a lot of people say what in the world is going on here? We need to start working together, um, for this, this goal that we have and,
0: I think it holds both of them accountable if oh, yeah. both of them are in the meeting. Yep. And, uh, you know, the other thing that I have noticed is when we go through our, our whole process with a prospective client, the, the women usually say, this is the first time that I've ever understood this. You've not talked over my head. Uh, and I always say we put it in layman's terms, no pun intended, but, um, but, <laughs> but you know, it they they walk away thanking us and saying thank you so much i think i have a handle on what's going on and it it actually takes a pressure off of the of the husband as well i believe knowing that hey we're both on the same page now but you know a lot of times, like Alicia said, they they don't have a clue of what's going on. And what do you mean we're going to buy a, a vacation home in Wisconsin? I hate Wisconsin, yeah. but you know, just things like that. But it really helps them to both as a be a team in the retirement years, and that's extremely important.
2: All right, uh, Josh. So you know, l- let's put the scenario in. I mean, you, you've got a couple sitting there, and and again we are wanting to address this not really to both to both spouses but let's say you're already widowed and you're coming in and you're starting to hear this message like uh, you know things change when it comes to retirement income planning, but legacy planning is different from that. So, you know, what can you do to help women feel financially prepared and make sure that they're, I mean, again, higher tax brackets for a single payer versus a a couple. And I mean, there's so many things
3: to plan for. Yeah, and that's a big one, too, that I don't think a lot of people realize is when you look at tax code, married filing jointly is really the most advantageous way to file taxes. So you're right, when you go to a single filer status, you're definitely seeing your tax bill go up for most people. So it's a big consideration, but also you look at things like maybe the loss of a pension benefit or you know, a reduction in the payment of that. Similar scenario with Social Security where the surviving spouse is going to get the higher of the two benefits, but one of them is going to go away. So more often than not, when we're sitting down with those families and we're saying, hey, we want to plan for this legacy and we want to make sure you know things go to your beneficiaries as you want, but... Kind of our main priority is looking at how is the surviving spouse going to still generate a similar income, still maintain that same quality of life. So that's also where, you know, a lot of times people look at Social Security benefits and say, well, I want to get the most benefit possible. Well, we also want to look at how does that apply to your situation? How is maybe the larger benefit growing so that we know that's going to be left to the surviving spouse? Um, similar with pension benefits, you know, when people come in, we might not manage that pension. It could be through a corporation, but we're looking at that saying, how do we maximize that benefit, but still make sure there's coverage for that surviving spouse. So maybe a single life payout option is just wildly attractive. And we say, Hey, this money, you know, and we could run the numbers and say, based on a 20 year amortization, you're going to get the best bang for your buck. However, we might need to supplement that with life insurance. We might need to supplement that income with maybe a fixed indexed annuity that has a guaranteed income component that we can use later on in order to replicate, recreate some of that lost income. So we're looking at all of those things. Debt comes into play also. You know, are you are you gonna are you 20 years out from paying down your mortgage? And then next thing you know, Mr. suddenly dies of a, a heart attack or something like that. How do we account for that? You know, Are you gonna sell the house or do you wanna stay there? Because a lot of times, you know, and when I say a lot, it's pretty much 99% of the time when a spouse dies, we're telling people don't make any significant financial decisions for a period of time. You got a lot of things to process, so let us help you walk through that, but we want you to be in a situation where you're not worried about where am I gonna get my income next month to pay my mortgage, to pay my Excel bill, We want to make sure a lot of those contingencies are in place so that as the dust settles, you work through that grief process. You know, six months, a year later, we're able to make some meaningful decisions on how to kind of make those adjustments. So a lot to consider with that. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. By the way,
2: again, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh have a free estate planning guide. It's called The Greatest Gift, and it's a guide that you can get free of charge, downloadable, it's a PDF. All you have to do is go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. And scroll down to The Greatest Gift, the Estate Planning Guide, courtesy of Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. All you have to do is input your name and information, and it will be a PDF to you. This is the NOCO Retirement Report, and we continue on with our legacy planning discussion today. So if you have a life insurance policy, is this enough? to make sure that your family will be provided for when you pass?
4: Well, I think that comes back to what is it that you need. And sometimes life insurance is needed sometimes it's not uh but that's where we do an analysis and to to look at all the all the different things that you know you will have whether it's w- whatever income you have what what debt you have all i mean we just do the big analysis and then we say okay do you need this life insurance do you not need this life insurance and um i think it's kind of different for everybody and and uh, so many times people say, gosh, I don't need life insurance. That That's that's for when I had kids at home and a mortgage. And it, again, it's not always about the death benefit either. Sometimes it's about the living benefit that you have available while, you know, with the life insurance that you can use some of the benefits while you're still alive. So just it really depends on what type you have, how much you have and how much you need.
2: <laughs> I mean, I actually have to put some thought into this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All
4: right, Imagine so that.
2: <laughs> let's talk about how, you know, how you know, long-term care and the impact that can have on your retirement plan. Uh, how do you plan for a long-term care as a component of that estate and legacy planning? Because you want to put that in, in the plan.
0: You know, a lot of times people say, well, you know, yeah, I don't have long-term care and it, it's, it's not a concern. I'm in good health. And <laughs> It just, it cracks me up because, you know, yeah, you're in good health until you're not. And you never know when something's going to go wrong. And long-term care is one of the biggest estate depleters in the United States. Uh, you know, the the cost of long-term care is somewhere in the neighborhood of around $300,000. Your stay, uh, you know, uh, at least in, uh, you know, Larimer County, Weld County, it's going to cost you somewhere in the neighborhood of $100,000 a year, and uh, average stay in a nursing home is three years. Well, figure it out. And then if you have dementia, uh, you know, something like that, that isn't going to, you know, you're going to live longer you're looking at a half a million dollars or more easily. So how are you going to take care of that? Well, long-term care insurance, if you can get it, if it's so stinking expensive. And I'm not saying it's bad. Sometimes that's the best way to go. But there are other alternatives that a lot of people aren't aware that you can take care of long-term care situations. Uh, example, we've talked about life insurance as an asset class. So many people are not aware of the fact that, uh, certain life insurance policies that people purchase, 25% of the death benefit can be used on a yearly basis for their long-term care. So think about that. If you end up needing it, well, first of all, it's not as expensive as, a, as long-term care. Second of all, if you don't use it, you're not going to lose it. Your your heirs are going to receive a death benefit. And a lot of these have a cash accumulation, a very attractive cash accumulation that in some instances, if planned properly, can be tax-free. So it's a win-win-win situation. You can use it for uh, a death benefit. You can use it for a cash living benefit to supplement your retirement income. And it can be used as a nursing home or home health care or assisted living benefit. So that's the kind of thing that at Lehman Lewis Financial Group, we always say the option you're never given is the option you'll never take. So here's all of your options. And I I would say that 90% of the people, when we show them some of the benefits of life insurance and how it can be used, they're like, Why wouldn't I want to do that? And our answer is always the same. Well, you have to qualify for it because it is a life insurance policy.
2: Folks, what you hear on the show with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, this is the same feeling you're going to get when you're sitting around the table talking about your retirement income plan. It is this type of conversation they love to foster, and they will put it in layman's terms. Reach out today. Start the conversation. The phone number 970-446-1234. It's like sitting around the kitchen table having that important discussion, 970-446-1234. On the web at LaymanLewisResources.com and we'll continue with the NOCO Retirement Report after this. It might ramp up or it could slow down,
1: but inflation never goes away. Do you know how it could impact your retirement savings? Find out by calling the Lehman Lewis Financial Group today, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
5: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband, Josh Lewis, have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call, 970 519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's
4: 970-519-2212. Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services. Have
1: you seen what's happening in the stock market recently? If the volatility is making you nervous, call Lehman Lewis Financial Group today to make sure you aren't taking on more risk than you're comfortable with. 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
2: This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, they get uh, questions each and every week about all things retirement. So. Here on the No Cobra Retirement Report, we've assembled some of the top questions and we're going to go over them in our mailbag segment. So team, here we go with question number 1 from our listening audience, and by the way, we thank you for listening to the No Cobra Retirement Report each week. Now, we just would love for you to Pick up the phone and call. Maybe you've been listening for a while, and uh, you you know again you're trying to figure out what it is this thing called retirement, and you're close to it. Uh, you know it's it's just around the corner for you. Don't hesitate. Alicia, Chuck, and Josh can can um, again set your your mind at ease by just going through this process. Nine seven zero four four six one two three four. All right, team. Our first question. I worked at the same company for 25 years and I had a 401k there, but they had a big merger. And now I'm not sure how to track down that account. Do you have any tips?
3: Yeah. What you should do is find your previous uh, statement on your 401k and call that number. They're going to have all the information to direct you to the new company, but it's probably pretty likely that there's some general information out there that you could get.
4: And just to jump in here, if you're if you're saying, "Gosh, I don't have a statement," well, get a hold of your HR department. They'll be able to direct you, and um, probably have the the number or all the numbers of where to track that down. So you might not even have to dig up a statement.
2: Yeah, and and, and so often, you know, I mean, especially if somebody worked for a company and say they worked. Uh, for, let's say, six years early in their career. And then they just kind of spaced off and they moved, you know, maybe they're on their third or fourth job since then. But they were vested in that 401K. It's not going to be huge. It was early in their career when they maybe weren't making as much as they are today. But it's uh, it's still money that's there. And I'm sure you guys have seen it over the years where people do have this situation. Oh, yeah, I've totally spaced off this 401K.
3: They're actually, as of record, like last year, there was like 7 billion dollars in orphan 401k accounts. So, think of like the average 60-year-old nowadays changes careers 3 times. So it's 3 different 401k's and you're absolutely right, they they might leave one, you know, somewhere and then never went back to claim it. But it is your money. It all adds up, you know. So if you think about that, three or four of those accounts, could be $20,000, $40,000 that you could pile in with your pre-existing 401k or roll that into an IRA. So you definitely want to keep track of that because that's just money you're sort of leaving behind.
2: On the table, if you will. All right. Our next question is, uh, I've done a pretty good job keeping track of my budget. That's a good sign, by the way, for the for our listener today. Uh, So good job keeping track of my budget and my finances, my entire adult life. Why then is it so important to have someone else do this for me in retirement? Well, I don't think it's as much for you. It's with you. Isn't that fair to say?
4: Yeah, definitely. I would say with you is uh, more appropriate because, you know, when you're going from working, working, working to now you're retired, I think a lot of people um, don't realize how much your budget changes. You know, you think about in your working years, you get up, you, you know, make breakfast, pack your lunch, go to work, come home, eat dinner, you know wake up the next morning, (laughs) do it all over again. But when you're retired, you know, you've, you're okay. You're waking up and now you're like, okay, but maybe I should meet my cronies for coffee. And maybe I should start this new hobby. Hey, we're going to go traveling. We're doing all this stuff. All of those things require budgeting that and making sure that, Hey, you've, you've got the income to have the lifestyle that you want in retirement. The other thing is uh many times people come in here and they say, I've got this this budget and we look at it and we say, Well, where's your cost for Where's the you rest know? of it? <laughs> yeah, where's the rest of it? Where's you know, you said you had three dogs, where's your vet bills, you know? And Things like that where I think people just kind of forget, um, oh, yeah, I forgot to put that down, you know. And even people who have um, a a budget sometimes, you know, and I, I always think of people who have really, really good budgets, like a lot of times engineers, honestly. They have great budgets, but, again, they're not budgeting for future fun stuff. They're always budgeting for, you know, all the exact things and that's where we kind of like to look at there's the paycheck and the play check we want to make sure that you're also budgeting for that play check because when you have more than just your eyes on your budget it's it's going to be better for you and it's not just about hey you know watching your budget it's also about hey spend more money there's a lot of times that we say that spend more money
3: There can be accountability both ways. I think that's probably the biggest benefit is having, you know, someone else helping you oversee all of that and making sure you're hitting those markers.
2: Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire team at Lehman Lewis Uh, 970-446-1234. And in fact, you can text the word tax to that same number 970-446-1234 to find out if you're paying too much in taxes, in, uh, they have a free guide for you. Text the word tax to 970-446-1234. Our next question, maybe, Chuck, you want to chime in on this one. Right. Uh, my dad has always been a worrier. And I say this because Chuck's been in this business nearly five decades, folks. So he's seen it all. Uh, So my dad has always been a worrier, but I'm now afraid he's going to worry himself to death over every little thing, especially since he's constantly on social media. Uh, There's always some big scary headline that he's sharing with everyone all the time, and I don't think it's healthy. Anything you can share with me on how to talk to him about the financial news that seems to be scaring him all the time.
4: Oh, yeah. Stop it.
0: (laughs) Stop (laughs) it. You know, uh, I I actually went off social media. It's gone on uh, twenty months now. And I can't believe how much better I like I like how feel. you're counting it. Oh, like I know. It's, you, know I, you know, and it's I like miss It's,
2: it's actually It's healthier. a 20-month-old, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I, <laughs> yeah. Get, a, I get a little uh, medallion or something, I think, after two years. but And, you know, also, I've never given anything up for Lent. Well, here in the office, we did this thing about, you know, doing, giving up something for Lent. And I said, I'm going to give up listening to uh, talk radio in the morning on the way to work. And I've done that. And, uh, you know, I listen to. And
4: he's in a way better mood. And I listen to good Christian
0: music and, you know, just bebop into town getting uh, loaded with Jesus. And anyway, and I think that a lot of times people, there is so much negative news. Everything is negative. I mean, my gosh, you can turn on the TV, the radio, read the newspaper, and it's just doom and gloom and the world's going to end. And, yeah, it's important to kind of keep up with what's going on, but for someone that is retired and that's all they're doing, they're just filling themselves full of negativity. And when they do that, they become negative and they become scared. And that's no place to be in retirement you know
4: that's no place to be ever ever
0: r- really but you know if you're in retirement and you've got more time on your hands to you know to watch tv and do all that it can be devastating and my you know my advice is just you know talk to your dad and say dad for everything negative that you can listen to you can find you know everything has a positive and a negative uh, in everything every aspect of life and there's more positives out there than there are negatives. It's just that they just want us to all they're doing is feeding us negatives. Stay away from it.
3: Well it's fear. Fear drives viewership, right? So if there's something that we're fearful in the media, we're gonna watch. And the media's number one job is to get eyeballs on whatever they're writing, whatever they're you know, presenting. So they're really gonna drive that fear narrative because it puts up good numbers for all the people advertising on their shows. So I think that's one of the most important things to drive home is that they want you to be afraid because it keeps you watching. You got to know what's next, and so that's really their driving factor behind that. And social media is all the same. You know, you get in the algorithm, and the algorithm's going to give you the same information you're already looking at. So then you just find yourself in this sort of negative feedback loop of all the same sort of information. And then you're like, well, I read it here, 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 and here. Of course it must be true. <laughs> well, they're spoon feeding you all those similar things uh, along the way. The so, old
2: analytics game.
3: Yep, It really is. It is. And, and I think people, when you kind of can explain that from an outside position and then they really think about it objectively, they're like, oh, man. I really got sucked in on this.
2: Our final question, and this one could have been written by me. I'm not 10 years away, but I, it's, it's definitely starting to get bigger in my, uh, uh, my windshield. So final question is, what is your best advice for someone who is 10 years away from retirement and does not want to make any big financial mistakes this last decade? Talk to
3: somebody. Talk to a professional Layman Lewis Financial Group is great, Um, but really kind of start looking at your goals, your objectives, and then start building a plan around that. You know, we're big on kind of those goal-based sort of plans. So if you're looking at things, you know, 10 years out, that's going to allow you a lot of time to really start putting all those details together. So start focusing in on what you want when you want it, and then start working with the professional to kind of build all of the support that goes with it.
2: But I mean that has to excite you guys. I mean, let's let's say somebody's fifty-eight; they want to retire at sixty-eight. This is a perfect question to ask, and I hope that they, uh, you know, this person is listening with us today. Uh, This really is that great time to set some tone for your retirement income plan down the road.
3: Absolutely. And I think, too, when you look at that age right there, most folks sort of in that 50s, you know, mid 50s age peak earning years, right? So a lot of their debts getting paid off, they're probably making more money than they ever have before. So it's a really great time to look at, hey, where are some other investment opportunities, so we can maximize maybe some of this cash flow, you're not spending on, you know, your really well detailed budget. And how do we look at, you know, how that part lays into meeting all your sort of big dreams and goals in retirement?
2: Folks, this is what Alicia, Chuck, and Josh do every day of the week, every week of the year, and that is retirement income plan. They establish relationships. This is a relational business. Their process is called the peace process, and it stands for P for personal connection, E for educate, A for action and agreement, C for create and implement, and E for enjoy retirement. You can start your peace process. It starts with just a simple conversation to get to know you, what you want to do in retirement, what have you accumulated up till now, and how can with you they establish how you get to what you want to do in retirement. The only way that starts is with a conversation. Pick up the phone today and call 970-446-1234 and start your retirement roadmap with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. That phone number again, 970-446-1234 on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, always great to be with you. Have a great rest of your weekend. We look forward to talking again next week.
4: Thanks, Bruce.
1: Are you happy with your Medicare plan? Even if you are, what was good for you this year might not be what's best for you next year. The team at Lehman Lewis Financial Group can help you sort through all the options to find the best one for you. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
3: Hey, this is Joshua Lewis. Thanks for tuning in to the NOCO Retirement Report today. Hopefully, you heard some great information that's going to help you as you start planning for retirement. As always, if you have any questions or you want to talk about anything specifically that you heard today, feel free to give me a call at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. We also have a couple free retirement guides for you. These are going to give you some great information as you prepare to walk through the exit sign at your job. So to get any of these guides we talked about today, you can go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend and we look forward to talking to you next week
1: investment advisory services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AEWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including Including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities, or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. This radio show is a paid placement.
5: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it. His son Chuck built on it and continued it. And now Alicia and her husband, Josh Lewis, have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970 519 2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970 519 2212. That's 970 519 2212.
4: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.